Hello, James Carey here. This is the Gospel According to a Sitcom Writer podcast. Okay, it's not a brilliant name for a podcast, but it is at least honest. It's based on the audiobook of the same name. I'm a sitcom writer and a Christian, so there's that. If you want to know more about me or my work, it could happen, you'll find links in the show notes to my live show, Water Into Wine, and my Substack. But don't do that now. Let's listen to the next chapter of the book. The Wedding Thank You Note Soon after Nathaniel's attempt at a joke, Jesus and a few friends are invited to a wedding. Jesus is lucky to have been invited. John records, The third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. Jesus also was invited. Not sure the supreme being has ever been referred to as a plus one before, but there we go. Thanks to the plus one, Jesus manufactures one of his most momentous and memorable miracles. Try saying that after several gallons of wine. Apart from Jesus turning water into wine, one of the oddest things about the account is so obvious no one ever notices it. Who were the happy couple? We have no idea. Poor Steve and Becky. Their wedding was the backdrop to this miracle and they never got a mention. Perhaps they complained. How would they do that? This puts me in mind of the agony aunt in The Spectator magazine. On this page, passive-aggressive members of the upper-middle class write to Mary to explain how awful and tiresome their friends are and to ask how to be free from their embarrassing vanity or boorishness. Mary is quite the expert at dealing with these letters. She's forever explaining how an ungrateful godson can be tricked into saying thank you for an expensive 18th birthday present, even though the givers protest that we don't want to be thanked, honestly, but we do feel it's important that he learns the lesson of gratitude. Yeah, right. So maybe the happy couple from the world's most famous wedding wrote to agony aunt Lydia to explain their own dilemma. Dear Lydia, My husband and I just got back from our honeymoon two weeks on the coast in Tyre bliss and have become aware that our wedding is being written up for some publication we've never heard of. We think the leak is from a lady called Mary, an old friend from Nazareth who frankly we've always felt a bit sorry for. Not only is she from Nazareth but she was also pregnant before marriage and gave birth in a stable. Can you imagine? She bought her rather odd eldest son Jesus who brought some chums. It seemed a little cheeky, but we didn't want to say anything. But to cap it all, one of Jesus' entourage appeared to be taking notes. How can we find out what he's planning to do with his account without embarrassing poor Mary? We are worried this would-be society hack might mention us by name, saying that we had run out of wine, which would, of course, be incredibly embarrassing, but we hadn't. It turns out we'd over-ordered and saved the best until last. Who knew? But that's not the worst of it. After everyone had enjoyed this excellent wine, there was a fair amount of confusion and hijinks and many of the presents were separated from their tags. What do we do? We have no idea if the toasting forks were all from the same person or nine different people. Why do newlyweds get so many toasting forks? Please help. Eternally yours, Rebecca. Lydia writes, Dear Rebecca, what an awkward situation. I hope this son of Mary isn't going to make a habit of causing a scene. My advice is to write to Mary and ask her to check that her son's friend is going to spell your name correctly. Say you're a Rebecca, uh, not a Rebecca, Becky or heaven forfend Bex. Ugh. Ask where you can see the account in print saying you're worried about the reputation of the caterers who were marvellous despite some ugly rumours about the wine. Maybe Jesus and his gate-crashing friends are to blame for the shortage. Since this unofficial scribe was taking such detailed notes, you could ask him if he made a note of who gave what present. Might as well make the most of this impertinent fellow snooping at your wedding. But don't worry, 
If Mary's son is a bit eccentric, he shouldn't attract too much attention in the long run. The Gorpers will move on. The wedding report probably won't appear in a publication that many people will actually read. Anyway, best of luck with it, Lydia. After I wrote this chapter, in fact, after I wrote the whole book, I ended up writing a live comedy show about Jesus turning water into wine, and I toured the UK with it. It was called Water Into Wine. It's what I call stand-up theology. People seem to like it, but you don't need to take my word for it or theirs. You can see it for yourself. You'll find a link to that in the show notes, along with links to my Substack, YouTube channel, and my books. Hope that keeps you going till next time. Cheerio. Cheerio.